Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Uh, three, two, one. Hello and welcome. To the Airbuds Podcast, I am Jamel Johansson. I am Peter Moses. I don't have like a good Swedish version of my name. Did you, really gotta, you gotta get your shit to translate. Uh, we're Mikeless today, uh, running a two-man weave. Check out uh, Airbuds on Instagram, on Ooh. Twitter, Ooh. on Patreon, Ooh. on Facebook, Ooh. on our Gmail. Send us your dick pics. Um, yeah. Happy basketball. Uh, Jamal, why don't you introduce our, our lovely uh, third host our slash guest. guest host slash friend this morning? Ish. Yeah, Ish. it still feels morning-ish. Uh, the dude, a very, a very <laughs> funny man, uh, a fantastic guard with uh, outside range and a fantastic first step. Uh, one third of the well-read comedy tour, Mr. Drew Morgan. Woo! That's uh not the first time someone's like given my basketball acumen before really? they give my comedy credits. Jesus! But uh, since whoops. this is a basketball podcast, it was easier to take. But I, yeah, like, like I move out here to LA, and people are like, "Oh, this is Drew. He's really good at basketball." And I'm like, "Could you just tell somebody I'm funny? Just one fucking time would kill you. You guys know I'm funny, funny right?" And <laughs> at some point, you're like. Am I really good at basketball or terrible at stand-up comedy? Dude, you got both. He's got range both ways. Do you remember when we met? Of course. 
This is this made my weekend. Bro, we okay, so we were at the District of Comedy Festival at the Kennedy Center. These guys have a, a damn festival at the Kennedy Center of Performing Arts. I'm there. It looks like opera. Yeah. Like everything's super gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Well, I watch the Kennedy Center honors. I get down with that. Oh, you you never been? Oh, it's crazy. Never been to the Kennedy Center? No, yeah. I've never been to the Kennedy it's, Center. It's a bananas ass building. There's like 14 stages. In like this building, like Hamilton was going on. Yeah. At the same time as this shit. People are in tuxedos. Yeah. I'm I I'm going back because people in DC like like think I'm famous. They don't know I'm just like at the crib, you know what I'm saying? But you can be famous at your crib. Yeah. Nothing, you know? these, no, like I got my I got a picture up on the wall at like a sandwich place. Like <laughs> DC, they really think they yeah, really, they, really they really think I'm doing it. Yeah. They don't know. Jamal, you are doing it, man. Nah, they don't know. Come I don't, on. They don't know I work part time at, at the FedEx Kinkos. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know shit about the uh, it's a eight reputable hours company. a week. Yeah, that's a Fortune 500 company, man. They didn't, I didn't mention the uh, night shifts at Jersey Mike's <laughs> to them, but I'm that well reds there. These guys show up to the green room with two trays of chicken biscuits. Good for you guys. Fannin brought them, right? And we're walking through, like, they brought him to the meet and greet. So we got these two trays of chicken biscuits, spicy, regular, or whatever. And we're of walking course. through. We see Jamel, give him one, and then we keep walking. And then you turn, and, and I hear down the hall. <laughs> yeah, I'm yelling at, at through the Kennedy Center uh, just that, that, that this shit was madness. I don't even remember the quotes. What did I, I said? You said basically what you just said. But yeah. it, for me, I mean, I was pretty <laughs> drunk and high. I mean, I, I, you said what you just said, plus the N-word. Yeah, see, I definitely called these guys niggas. I mean, look, what happened was you show up to the Kennedy Center with uh, loose chicken biscuits. That's what he said, is these are rolling through the Kennedy Center with loose chicken biscuits. He, like, screams that out, and I'm, like, walking, and I'm, like, this is exactly what I hoped for in it my is, life. This is true. I, it was true. It, it did fit. John F. Kennedy, the Kennedy family. Yes. I was about to say Joe Kennedy, I think. Take Joe, it back even, like, a... Yeah. A generation. Joe put up the bread for us to be stoned in the atrium of the Kennedy Center. That's what I'm saying. Eating spicy chicken biscuits. It's the American dream. It was my dream. I feel like you were saying that ironically, Peter. <laughs> no, I'm telling you it was my dream. I was nothing ironic about it. <laughs> You're America, as American as anyone it's, else. It's uh, great. That's right. It's and beautiful. Then it, but see, and then it turned into some shit on Twitter. Everybody was like, hey, these white guys can't be niggas. I'm like, look, that you didn't see the biscuits. <laughs> Just the biscuits were there, guys. I didn't even see it turning into some shit on Twitter. There was a Twitter. It was like a moment. I felt like. Well, oh, people were Corey like, posted something yeah, about it. Yeah, and he was like, what's going on? And well, I Corey's was like, whole hey, dream, look. and he owns this, is just to be cool to black people. I mean, so I know I that's like a po- I, know post it. I know it's, I know, I know it's what you want. Well, everybody wants it. I'm not trying to pretend like I don't want it, but I'm saying on, Corey, all want it. Corey pretty yeah. openly is like, thing, like a Jew from bro. the suburbs and like a dude from Tennessee. Corey very openly is like, that's what I want the most. Yeah. This is a podcast for Jamel's approval. So I I've forgotten about today. that. I've forgotten about that. Yeah, man. I have to report these episodes. Well, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> to a board. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Board. That part made it cooler for me. I mean, sure. But the crux of it for me was just like, oh, yeah. Thank you, Jamel, for pointing out 
that all my dreams are come true you right finally, now in this moment. I'm walking through the Kennedy Center with loose chicken biscuits. Was, yeah, two trays worth. Yeah. It, just handing them out. Three trays on me. It was love, what? man. Yeah. That's it's, what happens. Everyone thinks they've made it and then they move out to LA. It's a moment <laughs> where it. you just... And now we're real, all out here. Yeah. It's a moment where you realize we're all in this together, man. Yeah. Eating we're chicken. We're all here. We all... I, and who doesn't want a free chicken sandwich? I, everybody wants that. Well, I'm glad you guys came together like this. This is really beautiful. Yeah, I think um, I think we've done it. That's the whole podcast. That's it. Yeah, I um, think uh, racism is over, and basketball's back. It's back, baby. Let's Happy basketball. Um, for a second podcast post uh, All Star break, um, all NBA basketball feels like a playoff game now. For yeah, some reason, we're finally here. There's what twenty games left. Yeah, and LeBron's going petty in the media mode. Yeah, I he's panicked, man. You can't lose to you can't be losing to an Anthony Davis list. New Orleans. They after getting a game with the help of Scott Foster, like they're they're in legit trouble. They they they're in Wizards mode where they can't beat bad teams. They just can't bring themselves to like have an identity other than playing up to another team's level. Yeah, that's the that's our problem for the past two years. Right. It seems to be their problem now. Do you think it's for the same reasons? Uh, I mean, I guess so. Yeah, that's that like no unity shit. Well, like th- they're all good. So having a challenge that's bigger than themselves can, you know, make them make good plays. But I haven't watched them a lot. Do you think it's possible that it's a little bit of like when they play that team, LeBron is like, okay, like he changed his game plan a, a little because he's still trying to see – who he wants to trade next year and who he wants to keep. Do you think he's playing those teams and, like, giving the ball up a little bit more? I'm going to set a little bit more here and there, et cetera, et cetera. Then they play the Warriors or the Rockets, and he's like, I'm playing every minute, and everything runs through me. You think it's that or no? Man. I think he's too old to kind of be this igniting force night in, night out for this long, for him to have to go into playoff mode for two months in a row. Like, even Kyrie, even Kyrie carried a ton of the load in Cleveland right? for some of those years. Like, if LeBron was off, then Kyrie would just bounce around. But it would be different if we thing. were talking about whether or not he can win a championship without someone like Kyrie. There's, he's not even going to make the playoffs, no, he's three, potentially. They're, they're, they're three and a half yeah. games out right now, which is a fucking lot. Yeah. Which is a lot. I don't know, man. Sacramento blew one the other night. They did blow one. But Sacramento is like just looks like a team. They just look like, you know, Chris Paul and Cliff Paul right now. Like Sacramento is the team on the up escalator and the Lakers are just the team on the down escalator. Just like fucking passing ships. I don't know. The West is wild. The West is wild as hell. Drew, you know the West very well because you are unfortunately wearing a beautiful Memphis Grizzlies shirt. I make it look... uh... Very Memphisy. Yeah, it's like yeah. a. It looks like a throwback to a time for like a team you had in the eighties that didn't exist. Yeah, this shirt. I thought it when I got it. I think I got it at Walmart, which is the only place you can get Memphis gear. Uh, I I got it, and I remember looking at it and being like, "Man, we can't even get cool shirts." That's a pretty cool shirt. I don't know, dude. I'm back. I'm back in. I have gone back and forth on the light blue and yellow Grizzlies remix. But I'm I'm in. You're I, in on the light blue. Yeah, I got. A, I, I like the light blue. Yeah, I got me a, a a Gasol. I got the dark blue though. I almost got Gasol, and I don't. I have like mixed feelings about 
whether or not I'm happy or glad I didn't because of the trade. I'm very upset about the trade. It's not that it was wrong. It was good, and I'm happy for him because I think once he gets completely healthy and settled in in Toronto, sincerely look out for them because if y'all don't watch him night in and night out like I did there for a little while when we were good and I was really into the NBA, he is – his basketball IQ is unbelievable. He's such an elevator of everyone. That t- I'm really, really kind of excited about that team. Just as an, as you said, agnostic fan. That might have been before we started. Oh, yeah, it's no. been tough for you guys because Connolly has been a top five point guard for maybe like half a decade and never made an all-star team. Yeah, and now so he's too old and he's not going to. It's just brutal. You guys were kind of in that that run with the Clippers kind of had where you just had fantastic teams who were just like getting – into these brutal first and second round playoff matchups because the West has just been fucking spectacular for so long. Like you guys are pretty much directly south of Cleveland ish. Yeah. Um, same railroad, in, B and O railroad yeah. shit. Yeah, we all make our way to the same river. Most of Memphis is going to say is east of the Mississippi. Yeah, which is like a weird. I always thought that was a little bit weird. I guess that you mean that we from, play in the West. Yeah, but I that mean, was just a timing were, thing, right? Yeah, if you were in the East or like as you should be, then like that team for the last five years, you're thinking about it totally differently. No, they they'd have made some finals for sure, or at least they, like in the East. would have been in the mix with Boston, Miami, Cleveland. It's just well, I feel like they were trying man. to build almost like you remember the great Detroit Piston teams. You know, with Rip yeah. Hamilton and all that. It's like they had some stars, but no superstars. But, like, I feel like that was sort of the model at some point for the Grizz is what it became. It was like everybody do your job. Everybody play great defense. But, unfortunately, timing-wise, they started doing that and going down that path when the West started to become what it is now, right. which right. is both the greatest conference by a lot and these offensive juggernauts. I mean, that was at the End of the Spurs age, which invented that sort of pass the fucking ball around. And the beginning of the Golden State age, which emulated the Spurs, but added superstars to the mix. 100% true. 100% true. shitty timing. You're like the team that is Carmelo Anthony. Like, you just got phased (sighs) out. But he's so lazy, but you're right. Okay. No, no, you're right, though. I think history will prove, I think the long view of Carmelo, I think we're in a moment where it's so fashionable to shit on him in every aspect. Oh, he's great. Man, like Randolph, Tony Allen, like you had good people at every position uh-huh. and just just slugged it out at the wrong time. And even with those teams, even with those Tim Duncan teams, those early Lob City teams, it's very much a, a what could have been. And now I don't know how you guys see your way out of the bottom of the West for a particularly long time. Here's what's going to happen. There's two. Well, first off, I think Jaron Jackson's a dude. He is. So ripped his quad, I think, or so probably out for the season. But ripped, very, ripped. I think it was. Do you know what I mean? Like, is he going to have to have surgery? Ooh, I don't know if it's. Look. I don't know if it's also an injury of just like he's good. He has an injury. This is our excuse to shut him down. I'm hoping it's that. I th- I'm I'm pulling well, for that. Could be. Because do you guys have your pick this year? I don't even know if you guys have your pick this year. I mean, no, I don't know either. It's um, fashionable to shut guys. But down. But I know that we got some picks for Gasol and that Gasol trade. Yes. Are you so? Are you rooting for Gasol I am, in Toronto, buddy? I will root for Gasol. I would root for him if he played for. Well, I don't even have a team I hate much anymore. I kind of don't like the Warriors just because it's so easy to hate them right now. But I'm also I have so much respect for him. If Gasol went to the Warriors, it would be tough to cheer for him. I guess. Other than that, yeah, I'm I'm on that. 
bandwagon. Sure, or whatever. you got to wish him well, and it's going to be fun to have rooting interest because the East playoffs are going to be feisty as hell this year. Well, he's a hometown boy. I mean, I'm sure you guys know this. Sure, but he moved to Memphis when his brother uh, signed there. We haven't had a not Gasol team in like 15 years or something like that. Whoa. So he went to high school in Memphis, didn't go to college. Right? I'm right about that, right? Yeah. Went straight to the Grizz and then stayed there. Like, he is – like, Spain and Memphis are that dude's whole identity. And Memphis really embraced him. And of course, Zebo and all that. Yeah. Does he know three six? Does he know three <laughs> like six? personally? Yeah. Are there any photos of Marcus All and Three Six Mafia? God, I hope so. You know, I've never looked into that. Yeah. What's up with that? How I love come, Three Six so much. How what about come, how they won an Oscar? Yeah, they should have had Three Six sitting courtside the whole time. The whole time, you guys would have beat the Spurs one time of those twelve times had a you guys seat played for the trophy too. Just like put right. the trophy like in its own seat, like right at midcourt. You mean the the Oscar? Yeah. Yes, the trophy, the Oscar, the, the, you know, yeah, the, the, the trophy. Hollywood trophy. Yeah. <laughs> what do you call it? Award? What is it? What's the other word for it? It's, it's an Oscar. Just other, I mean, yeah, it's a trophy. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. no one calls it. I got uh, my trophy. Yeah, no one says that. Yeah, no. no one like races up there. I want someone to do that now. Just yeah, call it a trophy. Good. I'm sure that's some star's brand to pretend like they're such an everyday guy or gal that they call it a trophy. It's your, it's your art. It's <laughs> like your Jennifer trophy. Lawrence. I want a trophy. It's it. That's Fuck exactly her. what it is. Um. They should have done that, Jamel. That's genius, and I'm very upset about it. You know what? I think they needed a little more energy that I should Juicy say. I'm from provide. East Tennessee. It's like six hours where I grew up from Memphis, and I'm saying all that to say I'm not that in tune with the culture there, but I do know that Memphis, in my opinion, I should say Memphis has never embraced Three Six Mafia the way that they should. Yeah, I feel that's probably. This away with a lot of rap groups in their cities. I know, like from Cleveland, like it's Bone Thugs, right? Bone Thugs, uh, Cuddy. Kid Cuddy's from Cleveland. Yeah, I went to my that's high school. That's why he's so sad. Yeah, very sad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like that's probably like that happens more than you would think, or at least to the people in charge. You know, the people who are like actually listening to it. maybe other than like Atlanta. Was, well, I think you're right, and I think I have, I'm close to Atlanta. I'm close to Atlanta than I am Memphis, like geographically. I think what it is is that Atlanta is my example in my mind, but I'm realizing they're actually the exception and not the rule. Atlanta and New York, like of course they, you know. If you're from there, you get, like, whatever, elevated. But, like, yeah, 3-6 Mafia, they're not getting invited to, like, cut ribbons well, at yeah, town events you know, very too, much. Too raw. They're rapping about doing ecstasy and, you know, <laughs> fucking chicks and stuff. Yeah, snob, slobbing big knobs. So, like, that's probably why, you know. They won an Oscar, Jamel. I I agree. I agree. I think that's another thing where you guys got fucked uh, being in the uh, – the Southern Conference of America, right? If you guys, are, yeah, no one you can guys put you guys in the, in the right. If like you guys are in the North Division location, Three Six Mafia, yeah, they got their own building. They have their own library. Are you the furthest you put Three Six Mafia in New Jersey? Are you the furthest Northern team in the SEC too? The Tennessee Vols, yeah. No, Kentucky. Yes, Kentucky, right about. Yeah. All right, the Northern. Is it, is it divided east west in the SEC? Is it, that is. What it is. You guys are east. We're in the east. Yeah. But well, like so's Missouri. It's all it's all weird. Let's we- just take a year. Let's just take a year. Let's just cut off sports mm-hmm. and get these fucking regions right. Can we like fix gerrymandering in sports too? Yeah. You can't for the same reason you can't in politics though. Money. I know the money's too good. I mean, the NCAA is crazy. The NCAA is like full blown 
I mean, there's nothing. Yeah, I don't. It, it, it's, it's illegal for them to pay their most valuable workers. It is against the law for them to pay Zion Williamson. That's insane. Which it's is like, what if like, uh, who's like a bankable star right now in Hollywood? Fucking Tom Hardy. What if somehow it became where Tom Hardy could make movies and we could give him food and a place to live for making those movies, but it was illegal for Paramount to pay him? Like, they, they was like, sorry, it's against the law. I'm sorry, Tom. I would love to be that executive in the meeting. Like, oh, dude, I... You know, I want to, Tom. I want to, but I can't. Tommy. I just got my license suspended and I can't get another. I can't get to you. I, I feel can't. like he just needs a gym. You just need to pay him with a gym. Tom? Yeah. Yeah. Or like a Bowflex. I feel like he... Gets all meaty with a bow flax, those big back. You know, you know what I'm talking about? I like do. Those big flies. But, uh, it, but it's like because he's trying not to do drugs, though, right? That's just why, yeah. Or maybe he's on drugs and he just, that's what he does. No, when Tom's he's on one of those drugs. clean guys. He was like a heroin addict and he, he rapped. You guys don't know about Tom. I'm sorry. I'm about Wait, to stand for Tom he's Hardy super hard. Yo. Yeah, he had a mixtape in the heroin? 90s. Uh, maybe he was, maybe he wasn't on heroin at the time. And it's not good. I'm not going to call it good. It is not awful. Like, All it right. is not, like, if you heard that any white movie star had a mixtape from the late 90s, early 2000s, mm. let me say this, for a British rapper, he's actually probably in the top 10%. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Because, I mean, how many good British rappers? Like, four? People do not like yeah. British rap. I, is- hey, wait a second. I'm a little bit of a, a British rap guy. I could give you, I could come up with four British rappers that are better than Idris Elba. Do you feel like that's a sliding, <laughs> like you sliding in from watching Premier League? Yeah, yeah. It all came together. It might have been British rap first. I was. I remember the streets. Oh uh, yeah, what? We, uh, yeah, yeah. The streets. The streets. It's a white guy named the streets. Oh, okay. That's right. I was like, I don't I feel want... like that was on my Spotify weekly. Yeah, I think that's a yeah. Dickens novel. <laughs> the streets. There's a white guy named the streets. Mm-hmm. Dizzy Rascal. I know Dizzy Rascal. He's okay. Well, that's one of those people where it's like, that ain't bad. Why, why, why'd you name yourself that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like he should have a little, like one of those little pinwheel hats. Uh-huh. The little propeller hat. Neither of those words are right for a yeah, rapper. You shouldn't be a rascal or Dizzy. <laughs> yeah, we want our rappers with good balance. Well, he, and especially with the accent. Yeah. It's like Dizzy Rascal sounds like Peppa Pig's enemy. <laughs> <laughs> Does sound like a British Looney Tune. That's what it is, sounds like. Right. Like only British rapping Taz? about tomfoolery. That's British it. Taz. Yeah. Nice. Saying and just like trying to Ooh. run everything with conundrum. Try, try to do the Tasmanian devil noise with a British accent. <laughs> okay, you gotta put some shortbread cookies. You know what? In He's from mouth. Tasmania. He already has one of those accents. Never mind. Is that them? Tasmania. Well, no, they're not British, but they're like okay. kind of Australian sounding. No. Actually, they're literally Australia. It's a state in Australia. Yeah, it's a little island in yeah. the southern part of Australia. I've literally been there, and I'm acting like I don't know. <laughs> you, you have a P.O. box out yeah. there. You yeah. acting like you don't know about this shit? <laughs> uh, just to wrap up that Jaron Jackson, no word. on. I didn't see any surgery shit. Oh, yeah. I think they just shut him down. I think they keep their pick if they or I don't know if they keep their pick, but they're going to be losing for a while. Yo, so can we stop doing like... out for your dear Memphis Grizzlies. Best, we, we talk about it all the time on the pod. Best in-game entertainment. By far, of any other in the history of the league. arena, like the oh, wrestling right. stuff is, yeah. it's really just incredible. Well, Memphis itself, is, you were talking about the bad luck and bad timing geographically and all that, and how they're in the West. That's true for the Grizzlies in terms of winning and uh, the Vols in terms of the SEC. But Memphis itself is situated right there on that Mississippi River. It's crazy how culturally diverse memphis is if you do it right like if you go there and you know where to hang out and all that 
wrestling is a southern midwestern thing obviously the blues is coming up right there up the mississippi river it's like the midwest and the south it's all the best and the worst unfortunately it's also the worst dilapidated buildings and fucking racism but it's also like all the best right there and uh that's why we have good in-game entertainment in my opinion yeah it's real it's like uh it's just like they put the effort in that nobody else does um it's really a delight did you guys know jaron jackson uh almost got arrested for bootlegging movies recently no like as a kid oh he's just back in the day he was on limewire Good for him. Pirate Bay. Almost he went down on Pirate Bay. He, he almost like, went down on Pirate Bay. He was and one of like dad. the six people who yeah. like, they like busted down their door. And because you know, and Jaron Jackson Senior is like, what the fuck is going on? And you know, he's to just him? like, well, please yeah, don't yeah. arrest my kid. He ended up had to, he ended up having to like pay some crazy fine, I think. But he was like thirteen, just like with all the good HD. Well, now bootlegs. he can get any movie he wants in as high a definition as possible. So happy for him. They're yeah. going to gonna have to pay him. And I, then we're going to have to make a decision soon about Connolly. You guys need a new GM. You we guys need have a new the same fucking... almost everything. Yeah. The only yeah. person killing it outside of the team is the person booking the halftime shows, Great. as you have pointed out. Yeah. Everyone else, their job's up for grabs, in my opinion. Damn. Something fun happened uh, recently that we should talk about, which was a Fire Festival um, creator, Ja Rule, did the halftime thing? Halftime show at, uh, <laughs> I'm sure everyone who's listening to this podcast has seen, uh, did halftime at 90s night for the Milwaukee Bucks. And uh, his halftime show went about as well as the Fire Festival went, including Giannis coming out and just starting to warm up <laughs> in the middle of Jaws set. What song was it? Uh, always on time. Yeah, man. Dude. Yeah. That's when I knew Giannis was going to, was going to get a ring. This is yeah. This you're, is the year that happened. LeBron is like I understand he's still probably the best player, but is. like PG Hard, like Giannis is. Giannis went three for four last night from three point range. Man, if that like I it's just, over. I it's, just this yeah, that's over. What I'm well, men, he also interrupted Jaw Rule's halftime. That's what I'm way more. Fuck yeah. the stats. Throw it out the window. That's a man of the people, right there. Yeah, that's yeah. a guy who's like it's time. He's focused. Yeah, yeah I'm re- and I don't give a fuck. He, someone I gotta like, go warm up. Someone showed him clips of Ja Rule on Fox Business and was like, <laughs> "He's I'm like, done no, with this, this ain't it. <laughs> Not happening." Um, so the, the, it's the changing of the guard. We're seeing the new guys. I love it. It's, it does it's coming around. It feels like because you know when time passes you by. There's no moment where it happens. It just kind of happens, and just and I just feel like this is the beginning of the Kobe, the end of the Kobe years for LeBron, where getting sidelined with some injuries. He's going to still put up, you know, twenty nine, eight, and five. But like, it'll just be less it, adorable. Yeah, his team's not <laughs> winning. Like his nah, team's he's, not. He's, a, he's an idiot for trying to trade. He, him trying to trade everybody and it being leaked is like him being out of touch and not seeing what he's fucking got already. You're already on a team, right? Ready to roll with this with this change. Brandon Ingram is right. it's like going on Facebook to complain about Instagram. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. It's a great, yeah. it's a great comp. I just listen. If that's the case, then uh, I often Giannis post- is the new Amazon Prime because that motherfucker is everywhere. That'd be a good nickname for him, time. especially if he turned name. evil. Cause that's <laughs> because that's Amazon is going to kill us all eventually or that's make true. us slaves, but. Amazon Prime would be a good fucking 
Once he goes, like if he was from Brazil, is that where the Amazon is? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. South American. Yeah, he's Greece. I don't think they got they don't got a rainforest in Greece. No, they don't. Close. Um, Yeah, they're fun as hell to watch. They just was I going to say every every number one guy has to go evil. LeBron Uh, went evil. Kobe. I don't think it's in Giannis's nature. Durant. There is something also about Giannis. Durant was number one. When the fuck was that? Hey man, when he when he got them two back to back just now. Oh, and he did, did it with he when he was the, the second best, best player uh, on his team. Yeah, Let's I get do it. it. I sure. Let's yes, do it. Let's I know. Talk about I know. It. But he still did the bad boy thing. He's bad. I he, agree with that. But it's like but a you lamb. called him number one. But he didn't mean to do it. One point five, like one and three quarters. Remember when he was out there uh, defending himself under fake Twitter LeBron, names? LeBron, LeBron. That's when I knew he was never going to be the best in the world. That's one point. Broke. He was broken. He's broken. He, one point six. He left OKC and now he's he's just broken. one point one point point. Although there is, let me a, get my scale. There is a good chance that we could all be sitting here a year from now talking about Kevin Durant on the Knicks and all of our attitude completely changed about him because that's how fickle this that shit is. That is possible, but I believe in my heart. If he goes to the Knicks, out my attitude will be like, I told y'all, because I think Kawhi will eat him alive in the playoffs for five straight years. I, I shouldn't say eat him alive. Kevin Durant is probably the second or third best basketball player in the world right now. Yeah. I actually think he is better than Steph Curry. I do too. But I don't think he can do what even Paul George does in terms of he's a shooter. He can shoot. They say, oh, he played well one series against LeBron on defense. I'm not saying Kevin Durant can't play defense. I'm saying that I just I don't think he's ever going to be the best player in the world. It's also a lot for you to ask of him as you see it with Harden to like ask those guys to show out on defense when their usage rate is a bajillion. Right. Like how, like that's just unrealistic for you to expect him as they do sometimes to like do rim protecting with golden state. Like I get it. Golden state does not care about the regular season last night when we were recording this, the Chris Paul rockets, James Hardenless beat the bejesus out of the warriors. But like, they're just, uh, They've been in way more games this year where they don't feel like they have that switch. Like, they feel like what the Cavs were doing last year where they're just, like, really coasting. But I don't know. Maybe they'll turn it on and sweep everyone. But they sure seemed a lot. Like, they've played four fucking close games against the Kings. The Kings have lost four games to them by a total of, like, nine fucking points. I don't don't see that team doing that two years ago. I, I agree, but I've seen one of those games, and it looked like the Kings had played the best game of their NBA lives. Yeah, they get up for these Warriors. Dude, uh, if you have, a, sure. if you have an, any any league pack access, pass access, fuck with the Kings. They are a fun as hell. Marvin Bagley is just like a new man now all of a sudden. 2019 hit, and he was like, I could look like Durant in three years. He's fucking, they're good. De'Aaron uh, Fox is ready to go. Fox. They're so fast. Buddy should have so shot that fast. three, man. He, he should have shot, shot, shot that fucking three. Buddy's one of those cats where I had a bet with my friend, he'll pan out. Because my friend was like, no, like, he can't play defense. I was yeah. like, he can fucking learn. His name's learn. Buddy. His name didn't. is Buddy. That's a problem. While he was still in New Orleans, I feel like you could have settled that bet. Like, is there a certain time limit for that bet? Uh, like, I think five years, because we got one going for Mo Bamba, too. But I'm ooh. on the other side of that. Mm. I think he's going to be known as a bust. I I lost a bet to myself on Paul George. Man, what a com- what a bounce back. What a year. You thought the injury was going to... Well, no, no, I just thought that... I don't know. He just he didn't look like this last year. No, and I didn't. And I thought he was trending down. And boy, did I speak! It's been a fucking treat, man. Far too soon. Something to be said for staying where you're at. I think the continuity. I think that just building 
Well, going back to what you were just talking about with the Warriors, they wouldn't sweep OKC. The Rockets, if Chris Paul can stay healthy, might beat them. I don't know. Capella, I don't know how. I don't know how good Demarcus is going to be in the playoffs, and how big of a difference. Capella maker. being back is probably the biggest thing. Nobody for takes them. Denver seriously. Wait, he's not going to be back. No, he is. Oh, okay. he, he, was gone. He, was he was gone for like the past like twenty games yeah. before the All Star break. He, and he fucking back. killed the Warriors in the paint. Yeah, yeah. He just well, and Chris Paul was serving him up to him a lot. Anyway, I just I don't think they're going to sweep everybody. No way. They may not sweep anybody. Who do you think they get in the first round? They are number one, right? I Lakers, if they Jazz, get, If they Clippers, get the Lakers, they're not going to sweep them. LeBron will win one just from pride alone. Like he if almost did last year. If they get the Lakers in the first round, watch out. Okay. I would love to. I don't think the. I it's still the don't think they're going to get in. It's the best shot they got, man. Catch him sleeping. Catch him sleeping. And he'll be fresher, in theory. Yeah. Although he may be. Well, LeBron may be tired because he's got to carry him into the fucking playoffs. Nah, he'll be warmed up because he's been out for three weeks. So, That's like, true. this is like, you know, he's getting back You've into it. You've got me so hyped for the first fucking round against the Warriors. And well, that's we, ridiculous because I've never been him. excited for a first round I Warriors. I mean, yeah. And it's, it's, everybody's like, this is where it's headed anyway. Let's, let's do it now. We're all excited for We'll the, do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Yeah, we're all excited saying that, like, the East playoffs this year are going to be better for the first time in a while because they have four really good teams. Better than the West or better than they have but been? But no, better in a while. I feel like everyone's been excited about these four teams in the East. But the West, again, is just going to be, from the jump, a fucking bloodbath. A motherfucking bloodbath. Like, yeah. You know who's been popping the fuck off? Nurkic. Like, the... Like, the Trailblazers are going to piss somebody off yeah, in the first ready, round. Man. And they don't have to play Anthony Davis. They don't have to play Anthony Davis. Apparently, yeah, I was yeah. so mad last year. <laughs> it was, yeah, it's weird that Anthony Davis is just going to be sitting out. I don't know what the fuck is going on with that shit. It's, it's a bummer I, I, all around. I'm looking at it right now. I would rather play Denver than OKC, Portland, or Houston. If you're, if I'm anybody, if, is, but is Denver just the most like want to play team by default, just because they're unproven? Well, no, right? I mean I'd rather play Utah than Denver, and I think I'd rather play the Spurs than Denver, depending on how mad Popovich is. Yeah, Popovich is. Uh, I mean, I I can't see the Spurs. It's hard. Spurs and LeBron are the same thing. How are you going to just say neither of them are going to make the playoffs? You have to see it. You can't. Oh, I think the Spurs will make it. I just don't think. I mean, dude, did you see DeRozan at the end of that fucking Raptors game? It made me so sad. He played lights out all game. Then he had a turnover on the next to last play and then passed up. He was driving. It wasn't going to be an uncontested layup, but he could have gotten a layup off and he gave the ball up. Ugh. Demons, man. Demons in that place. LeBron, the ghost of LeBron, will be there forever. I think it's Drake's fault. He keeps rubbing on 14-year-old girls, hanging out at the games. See, that's another reason we can invite Triple Six Wearing Mafia. Doris Burke they only fuck professional prostitutes, according to their songs. And I feel like, <laughs> I feel like there's not, that's not bad juju. They always, you know what yeah. I mean? It's a transaction. Nah, I get it. You, I see. It's a little more, you need a little more Illuminati-ish yeah. of a vibe. A little more skull, skullsy. I got it. You need that or you don't want it? I don't even. I'm, not I'm even saying I don't, I don't want, want it. it. You don't want it. I'm, I'm saying it. Drake is in the Illuminati. Yeah. And I that's bad. That's bad vibes on I'm your team. I'm saying all I'm saying is he's got pretty cool jackets. Drake? He does yeah. have nice jackets. He's got nice jackets. I'm kind of into his jacket selection. That's all I'm saying. Until that's very it. recently, I would have argued that's his only skill is he, having <laughs> nice jackets. But, like but he, I've come around. I've turned the corner on. Yeah, he's See, got some stuff. Minus is very well talked about. But Obama's bomber jacket at the Duke UNC game wow. was one of the nicest jackets I've ever. I've, I've never pined for a jacket. Okay. 
Do you think um, he designed it himself? I don't know. Have you, have you seen it? You should. Yes. It, I just, it was like the perfect amount of like, I can go fucking anywhere in this jacket. Like I could go yeah. to a fucking nice ass restaurant and no one would think twice. Or I could be like eating fucking tacos on the side of the road in this thing. Or in a damn aircraft it, carrier. Oh man. Sometimes when like you see something on like a really rich person, you're like, that's it. That's like the perfect version mm-hmm. of that fucking jacket. You can do something where you throw a hat on. Gotta who's who's going to be the first person with the, uh, the 69? Who's going to do the 69 bomber? Oh man, I hope that's I hope that's out now. Hit us up. Who's got it? What at Airbuds Pod? The bomber jacket with the number sixty nine. Yeah, oh, yeah. Forty four. You got to do sixty nine. That'd be tight. That's the next best number. I just realized I'm going to be dead by the time we have the sixty ninth president, and Twitter's probably not going to exist, and the earth's going to be boiling, and they're going to be sad. I think it's Damn. pretty a good bet to be like Fuck. we're not going to have a sixty ninth president. Yeah. We're not going to make it to sixty nine. I don't think America's going to make it to sixty nine. I like that bet. What's the odds on that bet? That's got to be really good. You got to put down a thousand to make a hundred, probably. <laughs> At least. Okay. I'm doing it. What? You say America's, my, what you you guy guy. You think America's my got guy, like bro. eight presidents left? Are we talking about? Over, if you're setting the uh, over under for how many presidents that's, we have. That's left. the bet I'm into. Uh, and over also, under on how many presidents we have left. Also, but now are we talking <laughs> presidential terms or are we talking about. We, it makes the bet more interesting presidents. if you just say total presidents. Wow. Okay. Total so, presidents. That's what I'm on because you know you're going to get some doubles. Because even you're if get Trump. quite a few doubles. We haven't had a single in a long yeah, time. Yeah, double double, man. No sauce. If Trump runs it back. Or it doesn't. You're definitely going to have eight years of a Democratic president. He's going to run back. It sucks, um, but he's going to. All right, uh, well, I can't. I can't get. I can't even. This yeah, is the whole, reason, y'all do. the whole reason yeah. I have to fucking do this podcast is so I do not have to have these conversations. Yeah. That's my yeah. fault. That's my fault. No I just it was the jacket, going. man. It got me with the jacket. Yeah. Um. That's what he did. That's a metaphor. He. We did look good in the jacket a few years we ago. We all looked good in the jacket. Damn. Now the jacket has to get tailored to like hide a fucking tire around our fucking president's body. All right. Uh, anyways, this is a podcast about basketball. Um, is it? Yes. It's supposed to be. Jamel, uh, anything you want to talk about this week? Anything you're looking to uh, feel that was pressing post-All-Star uh, All-Star break? Well, uh, Obamski is a good segue. Nike losing a billion dollars in stock was good. <laughs> Damn, I liked it. Your shoe exploded in front of the president. It's gone. That's it. I will say, and this is not victim blaming at all, but I was just, I'm just saying, I'm shocked to learn. I think this is true. The Zion's been wearing the same pair of shoes all year. That blew my mind. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that if you have access to new shoes. Yeah. But was that his. That was his choice that he was rocking. Yeah, because you get shoes. comfortable in them. Yeah, you know I mean? lucky yeah, shoes. Yeah, well, I but think I also mean, you just break them in; they feel good. Yeah, I'm about yeah, that. Yeah, but I'm at not, some point, switch. listen, not his fault. A fucking shoe should last the whole season. Absolutely. I feel bad for Paul George. Did you see they were making him answer questions about it? Yeah. Paul George just had like a well of a game. I don't mean you know, yeah. drop forty in or whatever. the same shoes, and then they mind were like, you. Yeah. Well, what's up with your shoes, Paul? And it's like, hey, he doesn't make the fucking shoes. Yeah, that's fucked up. Now your old Chinese kid makes the fucking shoes. Yeah. Yeah, Phil Knight emails it to like a like a Sawtow, like re, like their Sawtow region of China. Yeah, Paul George has no, fucking nothing to do with it. That's fucked up. I felt, ah, he shouldn't play anymore. Right? That dude, I, like, I why would so. you play? He also looks like fucking Lawrence Taylor. Like, he's, <laughs> he's just, I mean, LeBron was big. But this dude just looks like this dude looks really like he looks like LeBron now. Yes. And he's 18, 19, yeah, 18, 19. Dude, I, it's crazy. 
It's crazy what he looks like. Remember when he his highlights when he was dunking high school, and it just it's like, why is this grown man picking on these kids? Yeah, stop. I wouldn't play. I don't think if I was him. But here's the answer to your question: because he wants to, man. I mean, it is fun. You know, to play in college has got to be a blast. At Duke, yeah, Harry loves you. Listen, I Ky- hate Duke. Kyrie played four, yeah, six games. He played like two weeks, and he's a Dukey for life. He's already going to be a fucking Dukey for life, man. Yeah, but they may win a national title. Kyrie had no shot. Man. I'm not saying it's the correct decision. I'm saying I get it. You're 18. These are your friends. You've dreamed of going to the Final Four your whole life. You also feel like if you got away with that scare, yeah. that was the one. You know? It's like everyone's going to get into a car accident in their life. So Right. I've been in four, so I can't die in a car. You're good. Yeah. You're fucking Teflon Don. On the other end of that, that wakes you up. As a... 18 year old with that physique who's never had injuries that. now suddenly you're going wait i'm not invincible he just looks so fucking top heavy like he's just he's so fucking broad that's so much weight on his knees it is a lot of weight yeah he's like a, do some yeah. more squats tell me fuck i said well he is bottom heavy too yeah, he's he is just got, heavy he's got a heavy bottom he's just so big power bottom he is maybe you don't know that you powerful bottom you yeah. wouldn't call him that to his face I, I would say he has a powerful bottom. Powerful bottom. Yeah. <laughs> I would, would consider you, it. Would you definitely take him number one? I mean, all of the people that I listen to who are smart are like he's so much better than everyone. You have to take him. There, he's definitely so much more athletic. Until I watched them play a couple games, I just kind of thought I saw I'd seen him play one game early in the year, and I thought R.J. Barrett is a better basketball player. I've seen him play two more times now. I don't even. I'm not even sure that's true. Like he's he's clearly the most athletic person that I've seen in so long. He's also really good at a lot. Like he's a great passer. He's really fucking good at passing. Not LeBron level, but good. Yeah. He's also like eighteen. Yeah. He's eighteen. And there are some of those things when you see someone who has that intrinsic talent across so many places, you know even if like a third of them get better, it still makes them like a tr- like a transcendent player. Well, that's what I was I was uh, talking to Mike Malloy the other night. I was like, I don't know. Sometimes I think his ceiling's Blake Griffin, and Mike was like, Yeah, that's a great number one pick. I'm like, Yeah, you're right. That's a great number yeah, one yeah, pick. That's yeah. good. Hopefully, he's funnier though. You know, hopefully he's funnier. That's is, a, is he not funny? Blake has. A I never hot, watched it. Blake's got a hot seven minutes. I heard he had a tie five. Yeah, he's for sure got it. He's got a tight five. He's got a hot seven. Blake gets the A's. ten. He's putting Blake the finishing touches on the ten. He gets A's in comedy class. That's what Blake does. He gets a, he gets he gets good grades in comedy class. <laughs> That's Dean's list. Who's the funniest uh, athlete? I did this on my Twitter the other day. Got some interesting answers from fans. Most of our fans are like forty. The funniest so. athlete of all time is Spice Adams. I don't know who that is. Who's Spice uh, he's, Adams? He's a former NFL lineman who does videos online. He's just got like some good songs about like Chick Fil A, or just like a lot of videos of him uh, playing like an old guy when the old guy pulls up to the bar- barbershop. He's got a couple. He's got like three or four characters. He's that dude who was doing those uh, NBA Finals videos in the orange oh, yeah. tank top. And it's like yeah. him and like Chuck Taylor's yeah. doing like very like exaggerated post moves. <laughs> so yeah. Check out Spice, Spice Adams. Spice Adams, Spice is Adams the dude. on YouTube. Yeah, it's I love uh, Spice Adams. Spice, Air please. Approved. Next um, time you're in LA, hit, yeah, us, hit us, up. us up. Hit us up on the pod. Spice. Chris Bosch had characters. Chris had moves. Did. He was fun. Chris did. <laughs> Peyton Manning's got the best timing. I think. Yeah, he can do a drop. He is like if if you're putting like a, a four man. 
team together. Yeah. He's a straight man. He's an amazing straight man. He's not going to write anything for you. Yeah, no. But he'll be sincere in a way that's just so goofy. Yeah, what a what a lovable idiot. That, that SNL uh, United Way parody. You oh, yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Where they, they got to play football with Peyton Manning, and he's, like, teaching them how to break in cars. That was pretty great. Charles yeah. Barkley, I don't think it's on pur- purpose, but is one of the funniest athletes. Oh, no, for sure. No, he's he's pretty good. Chuck is Jesse on Smollett purpose. Material. He's on purpose and <laughs> by accident at the same time. You're right. Yeah. So it's remember the it's, churros. That's the best. They were on their way to San Antonio for the playoffs or the Final Four. He was so excited. Go down to San Antonio, man. They got big women in San Antonio. I love it, man. They're eating them churros. And like, what was so funny is how uncomfortable everyone else on set. Like, he's looking at Kenny, and Kenny's like, "Stop!" And he's like, "Kenny, you know I'm talking about them churro girls." Kenny, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like, I'm a Kenny married man. Know what he's talking about. I am a about. married man, and I am not. Not going to put any Charles, acknowledge any of this on national television. You Charles motherfucker. also one of the only dudes who can go at Michael Jordan. Like my like he's one of the only dudes who will make fun of Michael Jordan in public. It's because I feel like they've lost so much money to each other that he's yeah, like one yeah. of the only people he's like, Yeah, you can say whatever. I've like he's cleaned me, I've cleaned him. I think yeah. I think also, and you guys know this like Mike is one of those guys that probably doesn't think very much is funny. And I think he oh, thinks no, no Charles Barkley's oh, funny. Oh, yeah. And you, you, I'm sure y'all, we've all got friends like that who, I, it's my friend Brian. Brian doesn't think anyone's funny and barely thinks I'm funny. And because I'm one of the few people that ever make him laugh, I can get away with murder. You know what I mean? I can just yeah. I make fun of him too, in front of his mom. I've done it before. Yeah. Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley have murdered a person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. For sure. Yeah. For sport and in a bet, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. For dude. all of those things. Oh, for yeah. sure. Do you yeah. think uh, Michael always pretends like he's going to let Charles do the murder and then, like, last second he gets oh, denied sure. in the finals? He's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Mike. <laughs> that's my that's my Charles I was getting being old. upset. When I did that. this, uh, when I was asking people who they thought, a lot of people said Shaq, and, I, and that was very disappointing to me. I feel like Shaq is the fucking carrot top of funny athletes. Yes, but I think there is a the only problem there is, is some genuine um, like joy that he brings along with it. I think carrot he's top like, brings genuine joy, man. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, that's you, fair. You, you should not... see my aunt Cindy laugh at carrot top. All right, <laughs> I, listen. Okay. But also, Peace like, to Aunt Cindy, just on a side note. I don't know. He's just so fucking big. He's just so fucking Which big. Which is funny. On I'll throw oh, a little, little Cleveland bias, but I'll throw JR in there, man. That dude is, uh, that dude's funny as hell. And that is all by accident. Absolutely. I think that's all by accident, which is fine. That's all by accident, but I put him up there. Jared Smith, a little more Twitter funny. A Twitter more funny. for the youth funny. Some like, I'm too high for this interview funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I would throw him in there. I'm trying to think of who else is like... A lot of people have voted for Pat McAfee. I guess he's he does stand up now, but he was a punter. And I don't think that should count. Right? Yeah, no, no, we're not. Not that they're that. not athletes, but nah. we're talking about people who've been so athletic their whole life they'd never had to be funny, funny and, and they, they still somehow good. did it. I think Dame Lillard's pretty funny. Okay, I think CJ Dame too. Lillard. Yeah. CJ's pretty funny. I mean, he's Twitter I think funny. CJ's funny. CJ is Twitter funny. He's got it. Yeah. It's like a solid. Like, Jr. is like again accidentally Twitter. You funny. just brought up another question: best rapper. I mean, still, is it, is still it Dame? Dame? Still Dame. I heard. Last did I you checked. see that? Did you see that story about how Kobe had bars, but his people shut it down? Kobe did not have bars. Okay. Kobe was okay. Kobe, Kobe was okay. Kobe stays away from bars. Yeah. Uh, Kobe stays out out from behind bars. Yeah. That lucky duck. Kobe okay. Chris Webber okay. Shaq all right. Dana Barros decent. Forgot about Jason Dana Kidd Barrows. not so much. Jason Gary Kidd rapped. Yeah. Uh, not good. Gary Payton had swag. Steve he Jackson had, was like a little bit point. like too short. 
I feel like Steven Jackson. Oh yeah, Steven Jackson had a song like a couple years ago. Right. I didn't listen to it because like he was like it was from, by Steven Jackson. It was by Steven Jackson and he was like promoting it on Vlad TV whilst also kind of making some homophobic statements. Yeah, that's not surprising. That's uh, uh, that's uh, And I just kind of he was like, "Yeah, this is my yeah. new song." Also, I don't know about this whole Michael Sam shit, and I was like, "Well, I I just wasn't <laughs> Wait, in a, that was it. Yeah, that was the that whole, was the whole it, that was the whole interview and I was just like, "Well, I'm not in a rush to listen to it." <laughs> what is Vlad I, TV? I'll get this on Redbox. Oh my god, Vlad TV is like this dude, a former mixtape DJ DJ Vlad, a, a white man from uh, Oakland, California, who just interviews everyone in rap, past or present, and like he just gets like because I've seen some clips, yeah. but I, I've never I've just, never looked into what the fuck it was. He just gets rappers to just like talk about wild stories, yeah, or like sometimes be mildly incriminating. <laughs> you know, some people might think DJ Vlad is the feds. Who's to say? But very interesting YouTube channel. If I was the feds, I would definitely call myself Vlad to be like, I'm not the feds. My name's Vlad. Vlad. I'm at the Glendale Gallery all the time buying tracksuits. There's no way. I'm a federal agent. Who, me? Me eating poke in Glendale? Not me. Not me. That's how the cops talk in my mind. I get it. All right, guys. Well, this is still a podcast about basketball, so I think we should probably wrap it up here. Okay. Um, Is there anything else uh, looking forward to in the NBA season? Just are you geared up towards March Madness? Anything you're? uh, Well, yeah. Every year, I'm pumped about March Madness. Every year, my friends and I get together. We fly to some city and we just drink all weekend. The first weekend and try and gamble. And uh, it was like it went from like uh, really cool and like hey we're still sticking together to like. Kind of sad. Like, why are we doing this? To, like, we're all getting to where we're bald and gray enough where now it's cute again. Right. So I'm it's pretty pumped about come that. Come through on the other side. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Where now it's like, look at these old guys still hanging out. Yeah, now we all need this, yeah. ironically. Uh-huh. Oh, I think we've needed it unironically for a few years, but now it's, like, cool that we need right. it. Right. It's like, God, they've, yeah, they've had a hard few years. Whereas at some point it was like, well, you don't need this. This is just your life. I'm pumped about that. I am pumped about the playoffs. I'm not pumped. About LeBron not making the playoffs if he if he doesn't, I don't. I'm not ready for that. Tell you what, also you'll be out here in, in LA and you will not be ready for all of the panic and uh, entitlement that comes from these Lakers fans when they don't do well. So get used to it because you're going to hear a shit ton of it. I've lived in Miami, Boston, and New York City. Among those three very different fan groups, I just don't think there's anything I haven't seen in terms of entitlement. Especially the Boston fans. Lakers fans are fucking up there. I mean, it's been a rough decade of them, like, in denial, but they're still fucking, I believe still you. fucking there. And, you know, I'm, I'm a pretend Lakers fan, whatever. Kind of enjoy the city you're in. I'm going to be a pretend Clippers fan. Hell yeah. It's just to just just spite people. Yeah. And they're, they'll, they I do will love be... LeBron, though. I hate the Lakers. Dog, I hate Kobe It'll Bryant. be fine. Look, the Clippers are out. Lakers in, baby. It's happening. The slide's on. The, the dudes will figure it out. I'm looking forward to Tuesday. Uh, Boston and Toronto is Tuesday. And Thunder Nuggets. Oh, hell yeah. Is on, Boston on healthy? On TNT, so we'll get a lot of Barkley. Is Boston healthy Boston right is healthy. Ish. I'll watch that game. What's Who's ish? Uh, who was out recently? Fucking Hayward's out with like an ankle. Good. That, that's better for them. I mean, they just lost to Chicago. Get so. Hayward out of that mix. They're, they're a Quick. mess. 
Hate um, on the white guy. Oh, that reminds me of something. I have this weird question. I think this is going to be quick. I'm sorry. If no, it's you're not. good. Luka Doncic. Doncic. I don't know how the fuck you say his name. I think it's a chi. It's a chich. Yeah, it's a chich. Luka Doncic. Doncic. Um, Dirk. Fucking. Who else did they get now? Chris Stapp. Chris Stapp. Stapsies. Yep. Is Mark Cuban racist? Oh, I, I He keeps going after the best white guys. I mean, I think like it's he just... throws everything he has into getting the best white guys. He had um he had to trade him. He had a oh my god, Canadian point guard. Steve Nash. Yes, he had Nash. Well, listen, they went hard for DeAndre. I th- yeah. when I think of it, I think of it more as a, a, a European or international flavor. Yeah. That's the kind of racist I mean. Let me be clear. I don't mean like he's like, <laughs> fuck black people. I mean, he's one of those like where at first you think it's cool and then you realize it's racist where he's like, listen, man, I just really love Europe a lot. And let me tell you guys about how we should go back to the European way. Like, But that's like week four when you're in that. Like, oh, no. That's like after you got your membership card. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You oh, just thought you were eating shit. weird cheese and talking about how cool European yeah, culture yeah. is. I thought we were just Kissing on the lips. Yeah. I didn't know there was going to be more. Right. I see. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't I mean don't racist. Know. Like, he just he hates was, black people. I mean, like, it's, he was it's at more DeAndre's about, house. Like, I would say. Yeah, he's looking to get yeah, Imperial. I would say DeAndre and also uh, <laughs> uh, Harrison Barnes. They really, they went hard in the paint for Harrison Barnes. I feel like there are enough examples where. I feels like it's a more open, globalized view of like sure. international. Sure, yeah. I, I was way too on the nose. I don't mean it was like a. Yeah, I only want white people, but just like you I trying mean, really hard for the best. It would white be people. wild if that was the case, and we were all just right. Not like yeah. I'm only hey. on a white team, but just like. I got to have the white superstars. I'll be honest. It I might even be a business move. Like, I'm in Dallas, bros. I got to have the white superstars. Give me white guys. That's shrewd. If I was running a team in Dallas, I'd say give me the white guys, too. All two Give me them. the white guys. God, I hope not. That would really be, be so sad. That's all he says. That's all he says in every board meeting. Listen, a Kristop Luca pick and roll would be... Uh, Fucking beautiful. I can't wait. Be fucking beautiful. I love yeah. It's going to be Luca feisty play. as hell. He's like the best dad playing pickup basketball I've ever seen. Boy, you remember that sure. one where, where he like threw it behind the guys, pretending to throw it behind his back oh. and didn't? I've seen my dad do that to people. Whoa. But slow. And he also shitty. has the confidence <laughs> of a dad, too. Yeah. Like he plays with just this bravado yeah. of like, and they're done that, dude. It's yeah. fine. You guys are kids. Yeah. I don't need to dunk. I'm fucking your mom. Yeah. Son. Good for him. Good for him. All right, what can we? Uh, where can we see you? What can we? Uh, what can we check out on? Give us the plugs, Drew. What's the word? Go to wellreadcomedy.com and you can uh, see the touring. I don't know when you guys put this out. I'll be in Tampa tomorrow, and Fort Lauderdale next week, uh, and then I'll be doing homecoming shows, doing Chattanooga at the Tivoli Theater and the Bijou Theater on, in Knoxville. That's Chattanooga on the eighth and Knoxville ninth and tenth. So if you guys have any NBA fans listening. In Knoxville or Chattanooga, come see me do comedy. Yeah, if Hell you're yeah, out there, hit us up. Yeah, and we'll we're, talk about Luca Daddy Donkey because I'm not gonna. Say oh yeah. yeah, we're big. We're big in the South, Luca bro. Luca Big Daddy. That's maybe a little actually, probably too. Not gonna stick with that. Jamel, what are you? Uh, what have you got uh, going on? <laughs> Anything you want to plug? I fuck. I, what have? What is? What's good? Uh, I got some shit. Got a uh, mic trap or uh, got, on deck? Yeah, or, I, got, I got Friendship Buddies is a show that's coming up. I got on deck coming up. I got mic trap coming up. I got the fucking uh, all type of shit, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, broccolihouse.com. There it is. For the details. Um, I think I just got mixtape coming up on uh, March 8th at the Virgil with uh, 
Let's see, Asif Ali, Sydney Washington. Sydney's in town. Yeah, some other people who I'm not remembering. Garlic Garlic Bernard will be there. Um, yeah. So check us out. Guys, Airbuds everything all over the Instagrams at and the Twitters. Pod, at Airbuds Pod. Yeah, and Patreon, guys. The Patreon is real. And yeah. uh, join the Patreon Slack. We are recording. I know we've said this like four weeks in a row, but we are recording uh, a T a uh, a movie. Yeah track and uh we'll get after it soon we got, so. a movie, we got a movie track coming and we got alonzo ball coming and, oh we do uh, have alonzo coming so we got them both too. we got them both baby Balls we got what em. oh we record an episode based on every uh guest appearance alonzo ball on any tv show oh, I, thought, I thought alonzo ball was gonna be on your podcast no, 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 so like, i was like sell tickets to that and i'll buy all of them he yeah. was on he was on fuller house <laughs> yeah so we did that and then so we got a uh, we got a lip sync battle right and he just did drop the mic so we're gonna yeah we gotta get that fuck yeah 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 as charming as this table. All right, guys. Have a great time. And uh, thanks for stopping by, man. Really appreciated you being here. Thanks for having me, fellas. Many thanks. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Robert, tell the people, what's a pretendian? It's just what it sounds like, Angel. A pretend Indian. Someone who fakes being one of us? Someone who impersonates a native. We're talking about real scammers and con artists. There are pretendians teaching at universities, pretendians running governments, pretendians in Hollywood. On our new podcast, Pretendians, we'll tell you the incredible story of these jaw-dropping frauds. Who are they? Why do they do it? And how the heck do they keep getting away with it? Listen to Pretendians on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.